constant acceleration, Busby says, leaning into the camera so that his body takes up the whole of the line of sight. Isn't that interesting for a sociologist to think about? It's like the population explosion, only simpler and less fun. Why don't we just let the commander talk, Davis says quietly. Apparently, he puts a hand on Busby. Busby's form recedes slightly and then dwindles to a quarter of the screen as he sits. I don't know, Busby says. This doesn't seem very fair to me. Everybody should be allowed to have their say without interruption. Now, listen, Alan says, describing a typical day aboard the Anacristi, we would begin with the preparation of the breakfast foods. For breakfast, we would take a packet. Hey, man, Busby says with a stunning casualness. Hey there, I got a question I want to ask before you get into this. I don't understand, Alan says, freezing, caught in mid-gesture like a man assaulted. Why won't you let me proceed? Come on, Davis says. I really think that we should listen to the commander. His head bobs. A sheen seems to move contrawise to his forehead. Transmission is excellent. Everything in its turn, Colonel Busby might be getting a little excited. Alan says, gesturing toward the camera, a sickening smile on his face and apparent attempt at ingratiation. As we know, he is the only first-timer among us, his first time in deep space, that is, and it is an experience which could awe any man. This excitement is so natural. I remember on my own first trip, not too many years ago, how I would now I don't want no reminiscences, Busby says, slapping his hands on his knees, turning to face Alan. None of that stuff. We're way out, about 82,000 miles out, protected by only a few inches of steel, and this is no time for battle. It is time for men to get serious and talk about basic things, because who knows whether and in what form we might return. Straight thinking is the rule of the day. What I want to know about this schedule here, all the way out, is whether there have been any provisions for sex. Have there? I hope that it's in the agenda somewhere. There is a dead pause. The three men look at one another, Busby no less astonished than Davis or Allen, as if the words had been said by an intruder. The fifteen-second lag, Martin finds himself thinking. That fifteen-second lag, what the hell happened to it? He wonders if the engineers are stunned. Frighteningly, the other possibility occurs to him, that the fifteen-second lag was something that was created by the training staff to stave off the possibility of trouble they might have seen, and that there was never any control exercised over these broadcasts. They could have said anything at all. Nothing was there to stop them. What the hell is going on? Someone says in the room. I don't understand this. It's not the usual stuff. What are they doing there? Do they think that this is the way to get an audience? 